0: Amen. Um, So, obviously, uh, we're going to be talking about fasting, and that's a sensitive topic for many of us. Would you just take 10 seconds with me and just pray for this time during family talk that God would just move corporately among us? There's a lot of different people and a lot of different stages of life. So, Father, we just pray right now as we talk through uh, some of the areas of fasting, Lord, that you would come and minister personally to each one of us, God and that that corporately would result in us all being unified in loving you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, Well, the pastors invited me to share some practical things and and also part of my journey in fasting. Um, Matthew 6 talks about not talking about fasting, and one of the things that that hinders um, is it hinders having a context for people who want to come into fasting from growing into that. And so Matthew 6 is addressing sharing fasting for for praise and and for glory. And so I just want to be clear. Um, part of what I'm going to be sharing is part of my own journey in fasting, sharing some time frames, some things I experienced. I've searched my heart. My wife has searched my heart. We don't feel like there's any form of boasting. There's nothing exciting about a big man abstaining from food, I don't think. Um, when when Small people share about abstaining from food. It's a little bit more spectacular. Um, so they're like, we're doing a fast. Let's put our biggest guy in the church up front, um, which was cool. Um, so fasting. Um, my experience with fasting was understanding that some people did it and not really having my own life in fasting and not really having a fast Uh, fasted lifestyle. If you would have come to me five years ago, you would not have said fasting characterizes Theo's life. And part of the reason it didn't characterize my life is it wasn't modeled for me. I didn't grow up in a family where my parents fasted. Uh, It wasn't something that was taught on um, super well in the camps that I grew up in. And so I began to see uh, through a series of sermons and encounters with people who were fasting, my own lack of walking in obedience and fasting. And so what I want to do is share with you three fasts that God brought me into and different ways that he met me in those fasts to give context for you because the biggest lie that hindered me from fasting was that that's impossible. Anyone thought about like not having food for more than an hour and thought that's impossible? Okay, because that's how I feel after an hour. And so when people talked about many days... I was like, three days, seven days, 40 days, no food. I was like, that's impossible. And that was the biggest hindrance for me entering into fasting. And so the first fast that God uh, really began to work in me, I would call fasting for obedience. This is where I was fasting, not because I had this super clear call like, oh, you know, X, Y, and Z, not because I was fasting for something in particular, but because I knew I had not been walking a biblical life in terms of fasting, and God wanted to bring me into that. And the Lord called me to do a nine-day fast for my first extended fast, nothing but water for nine days. Now, I share that detail with you to share with you that fasting, when you've never done it before, is possible. This isn't something where you have to say, oh, man, I've I've never done this before, so I can't do it, but fasting out of obedience during those nine days, I was met with a God who supplied everything I needed, and I was shocked because I thought I needed a lot more food than I need. Amen? Right? We all think we we need a lot more food than we need, right? I'm I'm sorry. We're in America. I thought everyone was in agreement on that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So literally, I go from never having uh, fasted for more than a day to nine days of water. And during that time, God didn't do any supernatural, amazing things that would be something to write home about. Instead, he did the inner work of disciplining me and showing me that a fasted lifestyle is possible and showing me that he's present to meet us with power. And at the end of those nine days, I broke the fast with Indian food, which is not how you do it, by the way. (laughs) It was very bad. And it was one of my biggest shortcomings in fasting. But God used that week, that fast, in obedience, saying, God, this is something I want to step into obedience on to set apart my life to now have a lifestyle of fasting. So that's one fast. Another fast was for particular Um, The best way I like to call it is particular providence. This is where you're fasting for direction or you're fasting for um, some sort of breakthrough. And I was doing an extended sugar fast, so it wasn't a full fast, but most of you know sugars in almost everything. So it was basically an extended no sugar foods fast for finances. And I got done with this long sugar fast and I felt like the Lord in prayer impressed on my heart. Theo, I've given you financial breakthrough. And I couldn't see it. I had no idea what he was talking about, but I had to trust that what God had done during the fast was truly bring financial breakthrough. Two weeks later, I'm in my sales manager's office, and he says, Theo, we've changed the comp plan for your commission structure, but we're making it retroactive. Here's a check for $10,000. And that was when God began to really mark me. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not sharing that story to say if you fast for something, you're going to get it. You know, I know all the single people are like, I'm going to fast for a spouse and I'm going to get it. (laughs) I share that story with you to share. Some of you are being stirred to fast for specific things. And you may not see those specific things happen during the fast. That doesn't mean God's not going to bring them about. Amen. Does that make sense? So there's fasting out of obedience, there's fasting for particular providence, and then there's fasting out of desperation. And unfortunately, earlier this year, or not this year, 2019, I was in a place in my own walk with God where things weren't clicking. I was doing prayer, I was spending time in the Word, and yet my heart was distant from God, my heart was straying. People in my DNA, Sam and Mark, observed signs of this, tried to call things out, and God brought me into a a desperation fast. And during this time of fasting, I was working two jobs, I was still caring for my daughter. And during that time, God really impressed on my heart that one of the things I was participating in, which was uh, gambling, playing poker, uh, wasn't pleasing to Him. And My pastor told me that, hey, Theo, I don't think this is pleasing to God that you're walking in this. Others had shared that with me. So it wasn't new revelation. But during this fast, God dealt with what was hindering me from having deeper intimacy with him. And so fasting isn't about getting more in terms of earning it. Fasting is about positioning ourselves to receive. God is near to those who are weak and broken. And what fasting does is it enables us to enter into voluntary weakness. No one here is required to fast during this fast. This is totally voluntary. But everyone is invited to receive through embracing voluntary weakness. And that's all fasting is. It's saying, I'm choosing weakness as being better than strength. And so during this fast, I want to encourage you. Some of you guys have come in the room and you're like, I didn't even know we were doing a fast. Some of you guys have been thinking about it. And so what I want to do to finish is just simply pray that God would make it clear to you, those of you who he's drawing to fast, what your fast is supposed to be. And I want to conquer the lie that fasting is impossible. Fasting is very possible. Fasting is very much a God-ordained means of meeting with his people and I want to invite you in however God would have you. And if God's not drawing you in, don't fast. That's the worst. Abstaining from food when you're not being stirred to fast is terrible. Because food's amazing. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> One person loves food in the room. Easy church to do fasting, yeah. <laughs> One reason why you might fast this week over other weeks is because we're doing it together as a, as a church body. If you study revival throughout history, oftentimes God starts having his church fast once he's already started pouring out revival, after he's already started working in people's hearts. If you study church history, you'll see men who fasted for years and and never saw the fruition of what they were fasting for. But what you see all throughout church history is, is people fasting, and corporate fasting, when we do it together, has a special grace to serve one another, and to care for one another. And so I'm going to pray for you. Me and Amanda want to make ourselves available. If you have practical questions, if you want to know more about what does it look like to Daniel fast compared to water fast, what should our body expect, we're available. You can reach out to us via text, via Facebook. You can send us a delivery of dominoes at the end of the seven days. That's the best way to reach out. But I want to encourage you with this. God is not looking for us to do fasting so we can earn more. God is already graciously giving us everything. And all fasting is doing is allowing us to receive it. And so I just invite you to receive what God's freely given us in Christ. So, Father, right now as we think about fasting, Lord, as we talk about fasting, we recognize that you are the Lord who fasted for 40 days And then went to a cross and fasted intimacy with God so that we could have intimacy with you. So, Lord, right now I pray for each person in this room who's praying about a fast. I pray you would speak to them and encourage them and mark them, God, for how they might fast. Lord, I pray for those who you're calling to fast but have resistance in their heart that your gospel and your grace would ease all resistance. Pour out more of your spirit, God, we ask during this fast, and strengthen our church through it. In Jesus' name, amen.